0: I arrived at the station in the early morning hours one Friday in mid-August. The platform is empty, but quickly begins to fill up. It isn't long before I'm surrounded by workers making the daily commute? I've not worked in years. I've been pursuing my dream of being a writer. Writing never brought me a lot of money, but I didn't care about that. All that mattered to me was I was doing what I loved to do. My purpose for traveling and winning was a mystery even to me. I received a letter in the mail just a few days ago. The envelope didn't have a return address but was sealed with a wax seal impression on the seal a single red cross i didn't recognize it but it piqued my interest to say the least upon opening the letter i discovered a handwritten message the message read as follows dear sir your presence is requested there's no time to explain in this correspondence please make haste for i feel the matter is urgent you must meet me in london at this enclosed address Everything will be explained to you upon your arrival. P.S. Your travel ticket has been paid, paid for. I am looking forward to meeting with you. The letter wasn't signed. I had no idea who I was to be meeting with. Nor did I know my presence it had been requested halfway across the world. But my curiosity had always been my weakness. I quickly packed a bag and had straight to the train station and gave my name to the ticket bullet attendant shortly after having my ticket in hand, I boarded the train. Passengers on board were quite colorful cast of characters, but none were unusual as far as I could tell. Knew the journey ahead of me was a very long one, so I slept most of the way. Upon my arrival, I stepped from the train car. On the train once on the train station platform, I picked up my bag and I noticed a strange man across the way holding a sign with my name written on it. The reason I call this man strange is because he kept his face covered the entire time with a scarf. I approached the giant of a man and formally introduced myself. Despite my greeting, he remained silent. Without saying a word, he took my bag from my hand, gesturing for me to follow. A few moments later, we stopped in front of a horse-drawn carriage. I watched as a strange man loaded my luggage into the covered wagon. He then climbed into the driver's box. Despite my gut instinct, I boarded the carriage, and with a tug on the reins, we began moving. Great to finally be back in London, I said, taking a breath. It's been so long since I've been back, it seems, though nothing has changed much over the years. No matter how hard I tried, the man remained silent. I quickly grew tired of making an effort. I knew the man wouldn't speak. I decided to just sit in silence and enjoy the sounds of hoofs triding along the cobblestones. <laughs> again fell asleep, not waking from my slumber until arriving at my destination. As my eyes forced themselves open, I gazed up at a grand castle. The building was old and dark, but had a kind of beauty to it. The cover wagon was cro- coasting along the gravel path, a lone horse winged as we had come to a full stop. Stepping around to the side of the cage, the driver opens my door and stepped step down onto the gravel pathway. That's when I hear it, a blood curtain scream. Pierced through the silence of the dusk. Without hesitation, I ran up to the castle and to the open door. As a scream echoes through the building, I dart up the stairs, following the direction the sound is coming from, reaching the top of the staircase, I burst through the first door I see. Upon entering the room, I'm shocked to see a young woman floating above a bed, her swollen belly nearly protruding through her nightgown. She turns her head to look at me. Her eyes are filled with fear, suggesting that the woman has not control over her own body. Her mouth opened as if she were trying to speak. But what came out was like nothing I've never heard before. You belong to me. Now, with an overwhelming feeling of dread, it was clear to me that the woman before me was possessed. Now I understand why I received that letter. I remember what it must have known about my past. Must known about my past. Several years ago, I was a man of the cloth, a man of faith. After praying and trusting that God would heal her, I lost my wife to an illness. The illness is so new that I haven't even got a name for it yet. Nevertheless, once I lost my wife, I lost my faith. That was when I left the church and began pursuing my dream of being a writer. While my faith in God has yet to be restored, I must admit, having witnessed this woman floating on nothing, and having no doubt in my mind, the devil himself was among us. Thankfully, I still wear the crucifix around my neck. I grip it tightly and begin reciting the Lord's prayer as loud as I could. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. The young woman again lets out a blood card on scream as an explosion of blood shoots across the room. The woman is no longer floating but laying flat on her bed. Her back is arched as she is writhing in pain. I look towards the blood on her nightgown. I see that she is crowning. I'm no doctor but I know it's up to me who must help her deliver this baby. Push, push, I scream. Running over to the bed and kneeling down. She screams once more pushing as hard as she can. Within a few seconds, the woman had given birth. I held the child in my arms. The woman's driver enters the room, and with a pair of scissors, he cuts the umbilical cord. He then takes the child from my arms. That's when I realized the child was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Its skin is red as the sun, its eyes as black as the night, and its feet like the hooves of a fawn. Having seen this, there's no doubt in my mind that this child is the spawn of Satan himself. They must have sent me that letter in the hopes that I could free this woman of her possession, but it was not a demon that held her body captive. It was her unborn devil child. I will dispose of this at once, madam," the driver says, speaking for the first time we met. With the newborn in his arms, the driver leaves the room. And he returned to it a, a short time later without it i thought it best not to ask any questions being there was nothing left for me to do i took my leave but to this day i've never returned to london but i feel that the death of the devil's child may one day soon spell doom for all of humanity